Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, June 7th, 2017, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is self murder. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day and bow down spiritually speaking. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit be in this place today. Take your words around the world, for they are your words, Lord, and not mine. We give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you for the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ and the price that he paid upon the cross of Calvary for the remission of our sins. Lord Jesus, we thank you for taking our place upon the cross of Calvary this day. And Holy Spirit, we say, have your way in this place. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast. As we open the show for today, I would like to begin by sharing a question that we are beginning to hear almost daily that goes something like this. What in the world is wrong with people? Now, mind you, this question is most commonly posed by someone who has just either witnessed or heard of a horrific or horrifying act committed or put forth by an individual or group of people, such as a drunk driving the wrong way on a freeway who kills two sisters on their way to a fun-filled weekend at the Grand Canyon, or a man who beheads his co-worker at the place of their employment, not to mention a shooting that takes the life of another person, including children or the senseless act of the taking of one's own life by way of suicide. There actually is, my friends, an answer as to what is wrong with people in this world who do such disgraceful things as just mentioned, and a whole lot more. 
if most or possibly all who ask this type of question would actually take the time to find out just what the answer is, there would be less drunks, drug overdoses, wrong way drivers, beheadings, shootings, and even suicides. Because, as I just said, there actually is an answer as to what is wrong with this type of individuals and the groups they form and run with. And it is all connected to the fact that mankind, my friends, was never created to roam the earth without the guidance of the one and only true and living God as seen in the power working and anointing of his Holy Spirit and can only be achieved by way of a personal relationship with God's one and only begotten son who is none other than Jesus Christ. My friends, without a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in one's life, they are automatically, my friends, it is time to listen up. They are automatically under the power of Satan. For Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 30, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. The Bible as well tells us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, that we are to have the mind of Christ and that by having it and walking in the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding which only comes from the throne of God by way of his Holy Spirit, that as it is said in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, will then be in play that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. My friends, with that said, the main focus of our show for today will be spent on the subject of the taking of one's own life, or in other words, suicide. Recently, someone that I was close with took their own life and left a string of broken-hearted people behind in their wake, which got me to thinking, along with the prompting of God's Holy Spirit, that it was high time and way past time to tackle this curse from Satan, from a biblical point of view. My friends, the worldview has no answers, and there is a reason for that. And it is because those whose hearts are grounded in the things of this present world and not in those things from above belong to Satan, the author of lies, death, and destruction. And, my friends, on that mind-boggling note and thought-provoking note at the same time, just after the break, we will take a look at just what the Bible has to say about the causes of this type of behavior and how one can avoid it.
That Jesus Christ conquered death. And as promised before the break, let us now take a look at what the Bible has to say about the causes of suicide and how one can avoid allowing this type of behavior to overtake their life and end it. My friends, when people have no hope, because true hope only comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Many times when they have the feeling that life 
is just not worth the living anymore, or that their problems seem to just be too big to handle. And it seems that no one even cares. The feeling of despair, mental isolation, and Satan cause people at times to think about suicide. The elements that Satan uses to play on in one's life to drag them into a seemingly bottomless, dark dungeon of despair and mental isolation that ends in suicide are in part things like pride, of which the Bible warns in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, among other places, that pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty, or in other words, an arrogant spirit before a fall. In Psalms 36, King David had this to say about not wanting to get caught in this snare when he stated, The transgression or wrongdoing of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flattereth himself in his own eyes until his iniquity is found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity or evil, in other words, my friends, and deceit. He hath left off being wise and to do good. He deviseth mischief upon his bed. He setteth himself in a way that is not good. He abhorreth not or hateth not evil. King David then says, Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains. Thy judgment are a great deep. O Lord, thou preservest man and beast. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. O continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness to them of upright heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the wicked remove me. There are the workers of iniquity, or evil, my friends, fallen. They are cast down and shall not be able to rise. Next, my friends, we are warned of the act of disobedience in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 7, in which Paul states, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. 
but fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor gesturing, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger or unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, shall any way inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. My friends, in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, Paul as well shares God's view on the fact that if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. With Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Then shall, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, or in other words, my friend, crush, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, or, in other words, lustful desires, and covetousness, meaning greediness, my friends, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience." Next, my friends, on this list of the things that Satan uses to cause the feeling of despair and mental isolation, of which can lead one into the taking of their own life, is rebellion. My friends, the first and foremost form of rebellion among mankind is the kind associated with a disregard for God for his Holy Spirit, for his one and only begotten Son, of whom is the only Savior of all mankind, that is, of all mankind that will call upon his name, which is Jesus Christ. And last but in no way least, the written word of the one and only true and living God, a.k.a., or also known as the Bible. The word disregard is as well translated as, you may want to listen up because you might fit in here somewhere. Disrespect towards God, my friends, is what we're talking about. Indifference, contempt, disdain, and neglect. Take, for instance, what is said in 1 Samuel 15, beginning at verse 22, as Samuel speaks with King Saul. Concerning King Saul's 
disrespect, indifference, rebellion, and disobedience towards the Lord God, his servant, who was Samuel, and God's commands as set down in his word. And Samuel said, Hath not the Lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey, listen up, my friends, to obey the word of God says is better than sacrifice and to hearken, or in other words, listen, than the fat of rams in regards to a sacrifice back in the Old Testament times, my friends. But we can bring that forward to where we live here today. It is better to listen than to sacrifice. Verse 23 says, For rebellion, says the very word of God, my friends, is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as the iniquity, remember, evil, and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. That's pretty heavy duty, my friends, but it comes all the way down to our level. You keep rejecting God, you keep rejecting a personal relationship with the only one who can save you from the wrath of God that's to be poured out on this world, and soon you will find that you've crossed a line with God. And anything is liable to happen then. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and thy words, because I feared, listen up, my friends, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. My friends, so people don't like the fact that you have to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you going to let that stand in your way of eternal life? You're going to follow them right into the pits of hell and on into the lake of fire? It is a good question. Now, therefore, I pray thee, said King Saul, pardon my sin and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord. My friends, this is the very word of God. Listen to what happens next. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected thee from being king over Israel. And as Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle, and he rent it, meaning he ripped it. And Samuel said unto him, The Lord has rent or ripped the kingdom of Israel from thee this day and has given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thee. My friends, that neighbor was King David. The word goes on to finish out saying, And also the strength of Israel, which is a reference to God himself, my friends, the strength of Israel is God. Samuel says, and also the strength of Israel will not lie or repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. My friends, a few of the other things that Satan uses 
to destroy people and cause them to miss out on eternal life are as follows, but not limited to depression, guilt, rejection, failure, bitterness, and in today's world, what is known as bullying, which is, in reality, just another word for mental terror and abuse. A person that is duped by Satan into the taking of their own life can also be propelled simply by way of a whim or a sudden urge. Why? Because they do not belong to the one and only true and living God, for they have no relationship with him by way of his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ. My friends, the thought of suicide not only haunts the souls of those who have not a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, but also the souls of those who call themselves Christians, but who either in reality have no clue as to what being a Christian really is, or are of the persuasion that they are only trying to fool man in the saying that they are so. And yet, there is a fourth set of people who can as well be duped into taking their own life, if not vigilant, of whom are what is known as backslidden Christians, which means that they have wandered far, far away from their close personal relationship with the Lord and only Savior of the world, who is Jesus Christ. And in the hearing of God's word, both by way of the physical and spiritual hearing, and are now open to the wiles in other words, the tricks of Satan and his demonic spirits. For they can no longer, in most cases, hear the small, still voice of God's Holy Spirit beckoning them to return unto the Lord their God. My friends, we must never lose sight of the fact that suicide is a demonically propelled spirit that comes upon people and is akin unto the spirit of murder. In recent days past, in the sharing of the sadness in my heart with a Christian brother of the passing of this friend of mine that recently left this world by way of succumbing to the spirit of suicide, I learned of a time that this brother in the Lord Jesus himself once almost gave way to this murderous spirit called suicide after falling into great despair and mental isolation. And this is what he had to say. He said that as he drove down the road one day, that sudden urge that I spoke of earlier hit him 
And Satan had it all planned out for him. The plan was to show everyone that he felt was against him in any way, shape, or form how very, very, very sorry they would be upon the learning of his death. This brother in the Lord says that as he careened at over 85 miles an hour towards a telephone pole, Satan said, when the first responders and the police arrive at your crash into this telephone pole, they will find the song by Foreigner, I Want to Know What Love Is, playing on the radio. Take a little time A little time to think things over I better read between the lines In case I need it when I'm older
And at that very moment, the spirit of the one and only true and living God interrupted Satan's plan when by way of the small, still voice of his Holy Spirit, in a split second, began to inquire of this man of God in a very excited voice. What about your children? He replied, it's, they're, they're young and they will get over it. Next, the Spirit of God said, what about your mother? She will be devastated. And he at the same moment was so far under the power of Satan that he just did not care what the outcome would be for anyone left behind. That is, until the frantic voice suddenly subsided, subsided, and a very quiet, sobering voice came from the mouth of God to the ears of this soon-to-be forever doomed man of God. And the Lord simply said, you will wake up in hell. By this time, it was a narrow save as he veered out of the path of the telephone pole that was about to seal his choice of eternal destination. My friends, if the Lord God cannot, because the person has no relationship with him and his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, or will not step in to detour one from such an ending because the person has, for whatever reason, crossed that line that I spoke to you about a moment ago that is in the sand, so to speak, with the Lord God, that only he knows. At this point, my friends, you must realize that they have forever chosen their eternal place among those who will in the end of all things be forever cast into the lake of fire. Why? Because God is good and there is no darkness or evil in him and he only has your best interest in mind at all times. In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, I call it God's phone number. The Lord God gave us this invitation when he said, Call upon me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. My friends, God has a boundless plan for each and every person's life that is placed upon this earth. And that plan is for each, at the end of all things, to be a reflection of his image. For it is said, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man 
in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. My friends, there's one piece missing right there. Because we as men, uh, uh, mankind upon this world today, do not have dominion over this world. Satan has dominion over this world. Because the man that God made in his image at the moment fell. And the fall of Adam and Eve was great. So great that every person born into the world thereafter was born into sin and must be reunited to God by way of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ. The Bible further states, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, of which is found, my friends, in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. God's plan for us is life, not death. The Bible teaches us that both physical and spiritual death is a result of our sin and disobedience unto God. But that eternal life, my friends, is a gift to those who receive it and are found in the words of Romans chapter 6, verse 23, of which states, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus tells us that death and destruction are the works of the thief and are found in John chapter 10, verse 10, which is in reference to Satan and states, the thief come not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Going back for a moment to John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus as well points out who Satan and his children are when he states, ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him, said the Lord Jesus Christ. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. With that said, my friends, we are to remember this always. Life belongs to God, and it is never our place to take our own life or the life of another. Now, I'm not talking about when you have to take someone off life support, because my friends, if the Lord wants them to continue to live off life support, they will live. And if he wants to take them home, he will take them home. That is not anything to be guilty about when the Lord has prompted you to, to make a decision in a life of a loved one who you've talked to this sort of thing about, and it has come to that at times. For the word of God plainly states in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19-20, what 
Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Speaking to believers, that is, my friends. The word of God says, which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own, for ye were bought with a price. The price is the blood of Jesus Christ upon the cross, my friends. When you, when you give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord God does not want to let you go easy because his son paid for your freedom for all eternity. But he will let you go if you choose to go after a period of time. It's crossing that proverbial line in the sand. It says, For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And on that other hand, my friends, speaking to those who do not have a regard for the word of God, and God, it has this to say, and is found back up in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, where Paul is speaking and says, by way of God's Holy Spirit, know ye not that the unrighteous, which my friends translates to the sinful, wicked, evil, unholy, and bad, of which the word of God says, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Then continues on with this warning, which is, be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor Ephraimites, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. So, my friends, if the world's solution to hopelessness and a myriad of other things, both mentioned and not mentioned here today, brought on by despair and mental isolation that only leads one to commit suicide, which only comes from Satan, what then is the answer. Well, it has been mentioned throughout today's broadcast in that we must place our trust or our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and not in ourselves or other men that walk upon the face of this earth. For our hope is only found in a personal relationship in good standing with the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. In 2 Peter 3, Peter has this to say, This second epistle or letter, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. He is speaking to believers at this moment, my friends, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, which is where we're at, my friends, scoffers, walking after their own lusts, and that's killing them, my friends, in one way or another. 
and saying, where is the promise of his coming? Since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this, the word of God says, they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water in the flood of Noah, my friends, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, meaning right now, my friends, in real time, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. The Lord is not slack. My friends, time to listen up. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But you, my friends, and I both know that not all men do. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, with the elements, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye be in all holy conversation? And godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Or right living in Jesus Christ, as I always like to say, my friends. Wherefore, beloved, says Peter, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless, and account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, which is the word salvation, my, mean, uh, my friends, means way of escape. And count that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, or our way of escape. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you, as also in all his epistles or letters, speaking in them of these things in which are some things Hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned, shall we say unsaved, my friends, and unstable in all their ways, even unto suicide, my friends, wrestle 
as do they also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction, because they will not abide by the word of God. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. My friends, in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it reminds us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and that we are all in need of a Savior of whom the Lord God made possible by way of the sending of his own one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, to this world for the shedding of his precious and holy blood upon the cross of Calvary once and for all, for all mankind. That is, of all mankind that will receive him and his precious gift of eternal life. And him, as their only Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King, and Messiah. For it is said in John chapter 3, verse 16 through 21, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, might be saved. It says might be saved only because it is your choice whether you walk the streets of gold or land smack dab in the middle of the lake of fire for all eternity. He that believeth on him, who is Jesus Christ, is not condemned, says the word of God. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because, the word of God tells us why, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, who is Jesus Christ as well, my friends. It's a reference to the Lord Jesus Christ, that his deeds, may be manifest, that they are wrought, or in other words, molded and shaped in God. In John chapter 14, verses 1 through 7, Jesus himself speaking says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I, Jesus said, would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I, Jesus said, my friends, will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, ye know, 
and the way ye know. My friends, the word way means method. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way or the method, my friends? Jesus said unto him, I am the way. I am the method, the truth, and the life, the eternal life, my friends. Jesus said, no man comes unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father, Jesus said also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. In John chapter 3, verses 31 through 36, John states, He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. Speaking of how Jesus came to his own creation, and they rejected him for the most part, my friends. Verse 33 says, He that has received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. And he is Jesus Christ, my friends, because he was fully man and fully God. Because it was the Spirit of God in a man's body. Because God is a spirit. Jesus came to be our example here upon the earth. Verse 35 says, The Father loveth the Son and has given all things into his hand. Remember, no man comes unto the Father except by me, Jesus said. Verse 36 says, He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And for that very reason, my friends, the Lord Jesus Christ gives this invitation found in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, in which Jesus states, Behold, I stand at the door. My friends, that door is the door of your heart. And knock, if any man hear my voice and open the door, the door of your heart, I will come in to him and will sup or eat, spiritually speaking, my friends, with him and he with me, finding out the secrets of God, the mysteries of God through the word and the spirit of God that is the revealer of all things. To him that overcometh, Jesus said, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, which means power, my friends. You are not going to sit on Jesus' lap. The word throne is translated to power. To him that overcometh will I, Jesus said, grant to sit with me in my throne or power. Even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. Jesus ends by saying, he that has an ear, 
which would be a spiritual ear, my friends, let him hear what the Spirit, with a capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit, saith unto the churches. For, my friends, as for those who will not partake of this precious gift of eternal life that can only be obtained by way of a personal relationship in good standing with the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ, will have nothing to look forward to. But that which is outlined in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, as seen and spoken by John the Revelator, where he begins by stating, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books, with an S, books, were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. Because they're volumes and volumes and volumes of books, my friends, written. Unfortunately, with the names of those who have rejected the gift of eternal life through the work that Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary. Throughout history, many, many people have gone, and many, many people will go to hell to wait for this day of great white throne judgment, where they will be judged by their own works instead of the work that the Lord Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary. And in the end, my friend, It says in verse 15, Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is a future event, my friends, that you do want to be ready for. It's probably the only thing you ever need to be ready for in your entire lifetime because it's where you will spend eternity, either walking the streets of gold with the Lord Jesus Christ or in the lake of fire, with Satan, his false prophet, the Antichrist, and many Antichrists in spirit, my friends, who rejected this free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Antichrist means against the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just one man. It is many that walk in that spirit. With that said, my friends, let me pray quickly for you because we are at an end. Father God, I humbly come before your throne and bow down this day. This has been a hard program for me. And I pray that it will touch the life of someone and turn them around to receive eternal life. That your one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, shed his precious and holy blood for. My friends, seek the Lord Jesus Christ today. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Begin to walk with him hand in hand. Know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly. And listen for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that only comes by way of God's Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. Shalom, shalom, until we meet again.
Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?